Hi, I'm Amber Cook. Welcome to my podcast, The Dragonfly Connection. Join me every Wednesday for open, honest, and real conversations about change, transformation, and resilience to inspire and empower you. This episode is sponsored by HealingWays.com. Find verified wellness professionals and holistic health resources at HealingWays. That's HealingWaze.com. If you're looking for some advice to cope with the stress of juggling a family along with a career, this is the episode for you. My guest and colleague in the wellness industry, Gail Wood, has learned a lot about the subject and is joining me to share her wisdom. This episode was recorded at the end of the school year in 2021. So that small part of this conversation is outdated, but the rest is totally relevant no matter where you are in life and in this pandemic. Seven years ago, Gail started a journey to make over her life. She said she was burned out, in debt, unwell, and needed to find another way before she ended up sicker or even divorced. Now today, she lives in her dream house, has location and time freedom, does the work she loves, and feels amazing. She started out her career life as a housekeeper, then became an overworked massage therapist. But she kept trying new things and taking chances, and now she is a successful entrepreneur helping others live their most fulfilling lives and careers. She's been on the cover of a well-known massage magazine, inducted into the World Massage Hall of Fame, and worked with entrepreneurs from all over the world, like me. Most recently, she has published two self-improvement books, The Gratitude Habit and Designing Your Dream Life. I am intrigued, and I think you will be too. After listening, check out the show notes so you can connect with Gail for support or inspiration. You know, I've been following along your career journey from what I can see, you know, on social media and stuff. And I am really excited to learn more about that, but even more excited to learn more about you as a person, because I know that there's a story there. (laughs) You're laughing because you know there's a story there, too. (laughs) Several. (laughs) This is going to be fun. So to make it even more fun, I like to start out with some fun icebreaker type questions. Are you game? Sure. Okay, cool. So first of all, where are you from originally? I was born in Fort Pierce, Florida. And did you live there for very long? Oh, we lived there until I was about five. Then we moved to Gainesville, Florida. Then we moved to Texas. And then we moved to North Carolina. You moved all over. And yeah, now you're in Boone, North Carolina. What part of North Carolina is that? It's up up in the mountains near Asheville. Mm -hmm. Part of my heart stays in Florida. And really? I will have a house down there before long. <laughs> nice. Okay. I believe that you will. Yeah. Well, I think I've told you this before and my listeners know I love North Carolina and we are still looking at possibly moving there someday. So who knows? I keep yeah. running into people online and talking with several guests that are either from North Carolina or have lived there it feels like a sign. <laughs> I yeah, love it. A lot of beautiful places here in the mountains to pick from. It's beautiful. That's where my husband would love to go is in the Asheville area. Okay, so I know you spend a lot of time on your career. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like my career is my hobby because I love it so much. It is. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but what do you do when you're not working on your career or momming? <laughs> <laughs> right wait there's more (laughs) I'm sure you spend some time outside you're anywhere on the water so I I love to be at the lake at the beach anything like that swimming kayaking 
Nice. Okay. Those kinds of fun. I, I try to see my family. I have family in Atlanta. I have family in Asheville. Family in Ohio. So we often are off on weekend trips and doing oh, those kinds of things. But yeah. I love to read. I love to decorate my house. That's probably the main thing. And I, in fact, I got certified in feng shui. Mm-hmm. I was so interested in that. And I realized over time, I'm like, you know, I think this is probably a little more of a hobby than I have to do everything for my career. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) What a novel idea. (laughs) But there's nothing I love better than my husband and son leaving for the weekend. And I get to do my puttering around the house and make things pretty and rearrange. Yeah, me too. Every That's few like months, the whole house. <laughs> nice. I don't do that, but I grew up with a mom did, that did that, and that was actually really fun. So, from a kid's perspective, it's kind of fun, I think. But I like change, so um, maybe it's it's not for everybody. But this is a tricky one. Using just one word, name something that drives your success. Consistency. Yeah, and just keep showing up. I mean, I know that's another word, but that's what you do. Uh, we're, so we're going to talk more about your success, but we're going we're gonna to go backwards in history a little bit. Something that you mentioned in your application was that you dropped out of high school. And that's not totally surprising to me because a lot of really successful people didn't complete high school. But I know there are people listening who might have also dropped out. It might even feel like that holds them back in life. They might even feel some shame around it. But you know that doesn't have to be the case. There are plenty of people that did the same thing as you did that have very full, successful lives. Mm-hmm. Again, like you did, <laughs> like you are doing. Um, but I want to start there. I want you to paint a picture for me about that time of your life. Well, like a lot of teenagers, I had some issues with my parents and living at home. And so when I was 16, I moved out of my house and into an apartment, which was cool, but it probably was the best thing for me. (laughs) Um, And I just, I couldn't figure out why I was in high school. I didn't Mm -hmm. think that the things I was learning were going to help me in my life. And I just got frustrated with it. And I said, I'm not going to waste my time anymore. I honestly felt like I was too smart to be there. (laughs) So you just left. I left halfway through my junior year. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do, and I didn't have much interest in going to the prom or going to the football games and things like that. It just wasn't my thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I left, but I went to the community college the next week, and I got my GED. And Mm -hmm. I went to community college for about three semesters, but I only took stuff I wanted to take. So I was not earning any kind of degree. <laughs> <laughs> but you were learning life skills. I was learning stuff I was yeah. interested in. And my mom said, you know what? If you'll take classes, I'll pay for them. And then I was working at a bed and breakfast. I was cleaning hotel rooms and working in the kitchen. And I really liked my job. But I knew it was, you know, I wanted more from life. And we had a massage therapist who would come to the bed and breakfast. And I was like, interesting. She looks like she is, you know, has a good gig going. And she asked me if I would come clean her house in exchange for a massage. I'm always up for trying something new. Mm-hmm. And I thought, sure, sounds interesting. And um, so I did it. And that was kind of 
how, how I ended up wanting to do massage. That is so cool. So how long after that experience did you go to massage school and start your career? I would say about a year later, I was okay. in massage school. So, nice. And what yeah. year did you get out of massage school and start your massage business? It was in 1995. I finished. Okay. It's another thing that we have in common. One of my first earliest jobs was cleaning hotel rooms. <laughs> and that didn't lead me to be a massage therapist, but a lot of series of events after that did. So um, what a great career. Well, and to say, I've always said if I, if I needed a job and I, I, would, I would go back to cleaning houses before I would do a lot of other things because... Like I said, I like decorating. I like making things nice. Yeah. What I, I like working on my own. Yeah. Like I'm the world's worst waitress. I've never tried it, but I think it would be just so hard and I wouldn't be good at it. Remember, there's a lot of people. <laughs> it does seem so hard. I'm like, no, I'll just I'll be a massage therapist because that's easy. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, people are generally quiet, so you're kind of working you're really <laughs> with somebody, but you could also be very much kind of in your own thoughts and yeah. very good for introverts. <laughs> totally. I definitely miss it sometime. Are you still doing massage? I'm keeping my license up, and when my son goes to high school, I might do a little bit more. I'm kind nice. of thinking I might do a, find a couple of places to fill in or something like that, because I do miss it. So you became a massage therapist, and from what I know about you, you really enjoyed it. You were having a great career. Um, you've actually been an entrepreneur for 25 years, so that must have been where it started. Um, but you said seven years ago you started a journey to make over your life. Yeah. And so where were you specifically with your health, family, career seven years ago? Let's start with my son being born. Yeah, and he's 13? He's 13. Okay. And the year that I was pregnant with him, my business partner at my spa moved away. And I just was feeling really overwhelmed with being expecting a new baby, having another child, running the spa. And, I mean, I think now it was a false belief, but I believed I couldn't do it. So I mm-hmm. sold my spa. Okay. I sold my spa. Um, and with the intention that I'd stay home for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, and this was 2008, and with some financial problems, I ended up going back to work the, sooner than I thought. Mm. And I found a job at a, at a resort nearby. It was a really good job. I liked my job. But, you know, I had a teenager. I had a nursing toddler. I was working really long hours because it was a seasonal job. So May through October, we would work really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And, and November 1st, we would have no paycheck and no job. <laughs> it just, to me, became a stressful time. And I was volunteering at the high school, just doing so many different things. And it was just this feeling of like stress and anxiety, like every day, like, okay, I've got to do 50 things today. How am I going to get it all done? And I started getting sick. I ended up with bronchitis and walking pneumonia a couple of times, strep throat, four back to back. Wow. Your immune system was just totally taking a hit from that stress. Yeah, it was shot. And I just really thought, uh, I need to do something else. What else can I do? I always had wanted to become a CE provider and teach classes. 
but my, I didn't really have enough confidence. Well, meanwhile, part of another thing I did during this whole time was I taught at a massage school. Oh, okay. Because I did want to become a CE provider. So I'm a, I pile the stuff on me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Uh-huh. And so for a couple of years, I, it, was, it wasn't a lot of teaching, but I would teach some night classes at the massage school because I wanted to have that experience and gain my confidence in getting up and speaking in front of people so I could start my CE classes. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Um, and I got on, I wasn't even on Facebook until, I don't know, 2010 or so. Mm-hmm. I got on there and I started seeing these ebooks, digital planners, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, I bet I could do that. And so that's just kind of where, what got me going in the direction of online business. And my whole idea was if I could just make a couple hundred dollars a month, I could cut back. I could cut back on the spa. We'd have a little less stress. Maybe I could have money coming in 12 months of the year instead of six. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of what sparked my online business. That is awesome. And so did you write an ebook at that time? Yeah, okay. I started a blog. First, I started a blog. I, I enrolled in a, a course um, with Leonie Dawson. I don't know if you've heard of her. So, yeah. She's no. kind of hippie and she had a basic like, here's how you start an online business course. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to sign up for it. I'm gonna do exactly what she says, step by step. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you did? I did. I started a blog. Um, I wrote an ebook. I made a free opt-in, started building my email list. And it was very basic stuff, but that's probably that's around then where maybe you saw me. We started seeing each other online or something. Yeah. Well, I think I didn't notice you until probably 2016 or 17. Um, and I think things were really taken off for you then. Sounds like things were going really well, but then you said seven years ago you hit some kind of wall. And that's when you really decided to make over your life. So that's when you decided to start working online, lightening the load a little bit. How did that affect your family life? Um, You know, my family's super supportive of me. How old was your uh, daughter when your son was born? She was 10. 10. Okay. So another similarity, my son was 14 when my daughter was born. So yeah, it's a challenge to have a teenager and a toddler at the same time. (laughs) What were some of the biggest changes besides going and taking that class and learning how to start an online business? What were some of the other changes that you made Besides releasing the stress, there's got to be some things that you did to get you to this. Well, and the, the thing that goes along with that, I feel like when you, when you kind of get into the online business world and the entrepreneurial world, there's a lot of mindset that goes along with it. So I started reading a lot more personal development, mindset books. I started setting some boundaries when I would and would not work, mm-hmm. things like that. So those were some of the changes that I made. Yeah, the biggest change was just, I guess, realizing that I had a, more options than I thought I did. Mm. Yeah. And I could create a different life. And ultimately, my ultimate goal, once I got started and I could see what was possible and what was available, my ultimate goal was, you know what, I'm going to go completely online and have this you know, time and location freedom that everybody talks about. Mm-hmm. So what do you think made you realize that you had options? 
a lot of people think that they don't have options. That's a very common theme amongst just people in general. And it's what keeps a lot of us really stuck in life and not pursuing a new career or changing our, the way our business is done. So what made you realize that you had options? I think one of the biggest things was, you know, taking some courses and being in some groups and seeing there's people just like me that are doing this. Yeah. I don't think that they're smarter than me. I think that they're just, you know, taking the, the steps and believing in themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think when we feel like we don't have options, a lot of that is that we don't give ourselves enough time. You know, it's real easy. It's so easy to, to feel like, well, nobody's signing up for my email list or nobody's buying my thing. And mm-hmm. you know, it's not working. it feels like it's not working. Maybe I should quit and go back to what I know. <laughs> but, you know, back to what you said in the very beginning, consistency is mm-hmm. one of the keys to your success, the driving your success. And does that go, does that bleed into your personal life as, as well? I think yeah. so. Definitely. Um, you know, like, I guess maybe if I'm having some kind of an, an issue with my husband, there are things that I guess have been like little, little, not anything huge, but little things over the years. And then at some point he's just like, all of a sudden he's like, Oh, you were right. Let's do it this way. <laughs> or I'll just keep asking him, you know, like the whole thing with my beach house. Yeah. When I first started saying, I mean, this, I've been saying for years, I'm like, well, I'm going to buy a house at the beach. He's like, well, you can't. We'll never be able to afford it. <laughs> what? You just tell him like every time, stop that. Yeah. Well, I quit talking to him about it. But then you know, over the years, it's just he's kind of shifted. And he's right. like, he believes it just as much as I do now. When you have a savings account for it, and he talks about it too. Like, oh, when we have our place at the beach, this, that, the other thing. Yeah, so consistency. You didn't yeah. give up. Even though you had outside influences, your husband even, yeah. telling you that it wasn't going to happen, you're like, no, I'm going to keep working for this, even if it's just at first in your mind, right? Like, mm-hmm. back to your mindset. That's awesome. Congratulations. And congratulations to him. Because, <laughs> you know, I actually have a husband that's similar. He used to use those, we're never going to be able to, or we will never get this or that, and or we can't because of this and that, and like, stop that. Stop that talk. That is not true. He'll say to me now, sometimes he'll be like, oh, you should manifest this. <laughs> like, you, know, you can manifest your own stuff. Right. You know, if we're both manifesting it, it might work faster. <laughs> and I see you manifesting all kinds of things in your life. So you're doing something right. You got the mindset switched around and, you know, you knew that you had options and you really, you just really went for it. Have you always been like that? I think so. Okay. Doing this way. I don't know. I've just always had a kind of a sunny disposition, I guess. <laughs> You know, kind of a kind of a thing, but I don't have a lot of self doubt at times and fear, and you know, sometimes I can go on a big downward spiral. Oh, you mean you're human? (laughs) 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 No, we having that faith that things are going to work out doesn't come natural to a lot of people. Unfortunately, I've I've known that for a long time. I can't say I have the sunniest of dispositions, but I have always know that things are going to work out. It may not be fun along that way of trying to figure out how it's going to work out or waiting for it, but but I just know it will. But not everybody is like you and I. Do you think that people can can gain that skill? I would like to think that that they can. 
you know, and I, I do think that it's something that I work at, you know, I, I try to find things to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. One example is we'll, we'll be stuck in traffic and, you know, my husband's like, it's the end of the world. <laughs> we'll never get where we're going. <laughs> and I was just sitting there like, well, at least we're not those people without air conditioning <laughs> or we're not the cause of this traffic jam mm-hmm. or at least we're all together. At least we have snacks. He probably wants to smack me. <laughs> I was going to say, I I think that he's probably sitting there going, and why don't you just get out and walk the rest of the way? <laughs> I feel like people balance each other out, though. I've even read that. It's like when one person's going to an extreme, it tends to make the other person go even further to the other extreme. <laughs> I think that's true. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's kind of the reason why that if someone has this opinion and the other person has a different opinion and you're just in and they're both very extreme, it really does do exactly like that. Like you just said, it pushes each other that to just go to their opposite corners and dig their heels in. I, you know, and I think like what you just described was, it's just a matter of perspective. Yeah. Right. Like if we can just change our perspective in so many situations, yeah. it would just make life so much easier. Things would just flow. Yeah, that is something, you know, it's something that we do get to choose. And when I have a really crappy day, I wake up the next day, I'm like, oh, thank God that's over. I can choose <laughs> to have a better day. <laughs> just because you have a sunny disposition and you have faith that things will work out doesn't mean you're not going to have crappy days. Right. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, we still have crappy days. <laughs> Just like everybody else. (laughs) And we wish we didn't. Speaking of crappy days, how has the last year been? Like, how's it really been for you and your family and your business? Honestly, it's been great. Okay. And in what ways? Well, my husband's in construction and his business is booming. You have to close down. So he's been doing really well. I will say the hardest thing was, you know, when we were really kind of on lockdown, Mm -hmm. you know, I was like, well, let's just stay home. Like, it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) Yeah. That was hard on my husband. He wanted to go do what he wanted to do. And I was like, well, you know, I do think we should be doing that. Like, I wanted to talk about it. So we did have definitely we had, I'd say a few weeks where that was really stressful. Mm -hmm. Is he more Um, of an extrovert? Yes, definitely. Okay. He yeah. likes to socialize. He needs his friends and mm-hmm. he's really missing all of that. Yeah. And nobody knew what to do. So it was kind of hard because like our friends didn't know what to do. And, you know, should we meet up? Is it okay to meet up outside? Like it was just so many things were felt so un- uncertain, I think. Mm-hmm. How did you handle that feeling of uncertainty? Because it kind of went throughout the year. Even if things were good, it has been just a year full of uncertainty in so many ways, whether it's affecting you personally in your house, it's a feeling that we all feel, right? Like you can't escape it. So how did you personally though deal with those feelings? You know, honestly, I, I kind of focus on, well, what can I do? Mm -hmm. What's for me to do right now? And as us workaholics tend to do, I jumped into my work. (laughs) Uh huh. And one interesting outcome, though, is I ended up deciding to homeschool my son, even Mm -hmm. after school back. I know. Well, and, you know, I kind of beginning started a homeschool group and that you were part of that and you were sharing pieces of your journey. I really appreciated that. And just knowing that you were there kind of 
going through and experiencing something similar to what I was going through and if, and the other parents there. It was super helpful to have you there. So I just want to like, now that I have you on the screen, I just want to say thank you because it really did help me too to, to see you you were just thriving. You and your son were rocking it. He took to it, you know, and he, I think that, I mean, he doesn't have like a hard time at school. I don't think he's bullied, but he also doesn't have a ton of friends. I just don't think he really fits in mm-hmm. uh, in the school in our town. So I think that we're just going to homeschool until high school. So he is in sixth grade now, correct? He's going to eighth. So oh, we'll he is going to eighth. Okay. We'll do it for one more year. We had some good friends that were also homeschooling. So we have a couple days a week we trade off. And it's been, it's been a really positive experience. The only thing that's hard for me is just feeling like I'm juggling so many things <laughs> and having a little bit of that stress and anxiety feeling of, oh, I've piled so much on. How am I going to do it all? Mm-hmm. Uh, coming back I've actually had that over the past week I really I was like I have not felt this in years that waking up with that panic mm, yeah. of, what do I have to do today I'm gonna forget things <laughs> yeah let's talk a little bit about that because that is still a really real piece of a lot of people's lives right now for a lot of different reasons in fact um I've felt like that this whole school year most of the time it's it is. It's just like overwhelming. There's so much. Um, and we're getting ready to start summer break this week. And I am so excited. I am not going back to homeschool next year or virtual learning just because my daughter really needs the socialization piece. And I really need more time because <laughs> she's younger. You know, she's she's turning 10. And I think it does get a little easier when, when they get older as far as the school piece. They are more independent. But when I talk to a lot of people, it's still very overwhelming. Do you have any advice? I know. So you're going through it right now. What do you plan to do to get you back to that point where you don't feel that stress when you wake up? Well, as soon as I can realize what's going on, I have tools that I use. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell me about them. What do you use? The first thing I I do is I I just make my list. I do a huge brain dump. Okay. What's everything that's on my plate right now? Mm-hmm. I just write it all down. And then, I, and I look at it and I think, well, is there anything on here that, you know, that I really don't need to worry about till next week or the week after, you know, are there things I can put off? Is there anything on here that I'm trying to do that I could, you know, back out of or cancel? Mm-hmm. And I just, I try to just get a, a grip on it. Is there anything on here that's bothering me that maybe I could, just take care of in the next hour or two and get it off my list. Mm-hmm. I really just try to manage the actual like things to do. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, make sure that I'm doing that my self-care things that keep me sane. So that would be going for walks. <laughs> mm-hmm. The time in the afternoon, I power nap. <laughs> nice. Is that something you do every day? Almost every day. It's 20 minutes. Like mm-hmm. 20 minutes. I have this little meditation audio I put in. I go lay down. And it is like I go into the deepest sleep. And I come back out in 20 minutes. I always feel like it's been hours. That's so cool. So what, if I don't do it, I really miss it. What app do you use? I use Hay House. 
Hay House. Okay. Yeah. So there's some good ones on there. Yeah. I've just recently experienced a napping, a guided napping meditation on calm. I was, yeah. I, I was somebody that had actually a hard time napping for that 20 minutes. And I got this app and I started following that meditation and same, I'm out. And then before you know it, I'm awake and it's just, oh, it feels really that. good. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. So you get to do that every day. What are some other things you do? I write in my journal. So I do my gratitude list. I write out my affirmations, things like, I own a beach house and I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, with all the details, right? With all the details. And, you know, and then, you know, anything from little things to big things, like I feel amazing. I have today's going to be a great day. Mm-hmm. I just write all kinds of affirmations. Sometimes I'll, you know, journal on anything that I feel like is kind of a somewhere where maybe I'm stuck or, or something like that. Mm hmm. Um, I'll try to ask myself questions. One question I like, and I've heard it from several different people, but I think maybe it's a Tony Robbins thing. If you don't know the answer to something, like if you have something you're struggling with, like, you know, just kind of what should I do next? And you're like, well, I don't know. And he says, if you did know, what would it be? (laughs) Kind of a little brain trick to kind of dig into what's going on or, yeah. why I'm feeling sad. Well, if you did know why you were feeling sad, what would it be? And that kind of pulls you out of whatever you're struggling with when you ask that question. That's awesome. So for your family and for your personal life, it sounds like it's been pretty good. You've hand, you've weathered the storm pretty well. Yeah. Uh, you know, you like me are, we're in an, a better situation than a lot of people. And it has, being an introvert has definitely been and made it easier for sure. What about your business? I feel like I've seen some changes in your business in the last years, like some big stuff. So, so fill me in, fill my listeners in. What is your business about? Like, say before this year, and then what have you changed this year? Well, my my main business is called Massage and Spa Success, mm-hmm. and I teach courses for massage therapists and estheticians to learn how to do new services, do marketing basically make more money. And as a part of that, I've done done for you marketing content packages. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I started, I think, in 2015 or 16. It was very popular. And, you know, I came up with that idea in a, I was just challenging myself to come up with 10 new ideas a day. And I was like, I wonder, and my question was, what are 10 things that would help my massage therapist on my on my list and in my classes, mm-hmm. I came up with this done for you marketing content idea, and I wrote it up and started selling it within two days. I didn't even have any of the content, and it has hands down been the most successful thing I've ever done. So you've been doing that for a while, and like you yeah. said, been super successful at it. And then what? Well, I mean, after doing it for five years, I just kind of don't want to make any more new content. <laughs> Yeah. So I closed down the ongoing membership part of my business where people can pay monthly and get new stuff for me. So that's been a big change was to close down kind of my member areas and to close down my monthly subscription payments coming in. Mm-hmm. It's pretty scary to turn off that income stream. Yes. 
How did you get past that fear, first of all, before you go any further? Well, on a very practical level, we can make it on what my husband brings in. Mm, Okay. It wouldn't be super fun, but I know I'll be okay. So I've got that kind of like, well, I know I'll be okay. Cushion, yeah. Yeah. And then for me, energetically, I just believe that for, you know, for the next step in my career and the things I want to do, you do have to declutter and let things go. Mm-hmm. You know, I only have so much time and tension and energy, and I want to put that attention on where I'm going, not trying to keep something going that my heart's not in anymore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, then what happened? So I, I have launched a new, a new business called Elevate with Gail, mm-hmm. where I, I teach and share more about the online business model and writing books and some of the other things that I've been doing over the years. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and then with the massage and spa success business, I still have my shop. I, you can still buy the marketing content, but everything is just kind of home study. Um, I have no intention of closing that business down completely. Nice. I love it. I love the massage industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just kind of in a transition phase right now. So Elevate by Gail, is that what you said it was called? Elevate with Gail. With yeah. Gail. So Elevate with Gail. I know there's there's a lot more to it, it seems than just the business help. It's, it seems like you're talking a lot about mindset and yeah. gratitude. Yeah. So there's kind of three different areas in, okay. in the program. So there's all the, all the business courses and everything like that, because I love to teach business and marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a whole area of mindset courses and programs. There's one called Ask and Receive, mm-hmm. um, 10-day intention setting course. So you, like you said, you're taking all the knowledge you've gained over the last 25 years and then some with your life in general and put into this. Uh, is your business now still specifically for practitioners or is it open? Are the services you offer open to people that aren't in business? Yeah, it's open to anyone. Nice. Okay. So far, though, because, you know, my, most everybody on my email list is a wellness professional. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of people who are saying, you know, I'm at the point in my career where I want to do some other things. So they're joining to write books or come up, make their online classes. So it's been really fun to get to work with a lot of the same people and see them growing and expanding. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of doing what you did. Mm-hmm. And, and, and me as well. I feel like, you know, you don't have to stay with one career. I mean, I loved massage like you love massage, but it was my heart wasn't like you just said a few minutes ago, your heart really truly wasn't into those one-on-one sessions as much anymore. And same with me, we can always change and grow and we use our skills and our knowledge to help other people. That's what you're doing. And speaking of your knowledge and skills, you've written two books. Tell me about the books you've written. Well, the two books that I've written most recently that are not specific to massage okay. um, are Designing Your Dream Life Workbook and The Gratitude Habit. Okay, so tell me the, about the designing book first. So in the Designing Your Dream Life Workbook, what we do in there is we kind of look at each area of your life and get really clear on, you know, kind of the if I could have anything in the universe that I wanted you know, what would that be? Mm-hmm. And then we take that and we distill those things that we think we want 
down into qualities. And I say, well, I want $100,000 in the bank. Mm-hmm. What would that give you? Like, you what know, would you would, feel? Like, how, like yeah, attaching it to an emotion? And then we look at, okay, well, even if we don't have the $100,000 in the bank yet, how can we still bring in those feelings mm-hmm. into the now? Yeah. And then, well, simultaneously, maybe working on that big picture. Mm-hmm. So back to my beach house. <laughs> yeah. So one example that I like to use is I went through and I was like, well, what are all the qualities that I want in my life from having this beach house? Like, what do I think it's going to do for my life? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I super dislike being cold. Mountains <laughs> 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 of North Carolina, always cold. So I thought, well, how could I, in my house where I am now, not be cold? Mm-hmm. And if it's four degrees outside and the wind's blowing. So I went on Facebook Marketplace and I bought a sauna. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. And then my husband, we have a real sunny front yard. My husband built me a beach. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. We got this sand colored gravel. We've got beach chairs out there and I have a water fountain going. So I was like, I like to lay in the sun and listen to the water. I can do that in my front yard, right? Yeah. So so I just think it's really fun to, first of all, get really clear on what it is that, you know, that would be our dream life. Mm -hmm. And then start implementing that. Yeah. Not to have, you know, the millions of dollars to have a dream life. Nice. Yeah. And you can start making the little changes right now. Even if you can't build a beach, you can start listening to the ocean sounds on a sound machine. Um, you know, one thing I, I realized was, well, I like being at the beach because I can go for nice long walks on the beach. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing stopping me for going on nice long walks. <laughs> exactly. And, and we also, so we got a treadmill. Mm-hmm. When it's cold, I can't go for nice long walks outside. I can still go for nice long walks. And so it's like, you know, making these incremental changes. It's almost to the point where I'm like, "Mm, I could go either way on the beach house because I have so many of the qualities that I thought that I thought I wanted from it, you Mm -hmm. know, in my life now that I kind of put a focus on that. Yeah. So going through that process helped you realize that you already have some of the things and then having that feeling will help you really manifest that beach house and those things. And so that's kind of what your book is about, or that's just what your book is about is helping people break it down. Every, you know, our, your career, your health, your relationships, really looking at, well, what would my dream life be? Mm -hmm. Have it. And then, you know, realizing that the things that you can start doing. Nice. And then the other book, what's the title of that one? It's the gratitude habit. It is in the subtitle, it's 30 Days of Gratefulness During Difficult Times. Ooh. This is something that um, in 2015, 16, I had a real bad patch in my marriage. Okay. (laughs) And my husband had moved out and I had a lot of stress and anxiety. I mean, I just didn't know what was going to happen. Basically, my whole life had blown up. Mm-hmm. I, I had gotten to the point where I couldn't, I couldn't fall asleep. And I realized that if I started thinking of the things I was grateful for, I could fall asleep. So every time I started thinking about anything that was bringing up, you know, my anxiety level up, I just was like, started 
automatically thinking of things I was grateful for. And so it just kind of, you know, has become a habit for me. When something goes wrong, figure out, okay, well, what am I grateful for? My car's broken down. I'm going to be late. <laughs> what, what can I be grateful for right now? <laughs> yeah. So what could you be grateful for well, in that I could, moment? I could be grateful that my car broke down at my house and not the side of the road. Be grateful that I have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or some cell. Um, you know, all kinds of things. All the things we take for granted. Yeah. So, there's so much that we take for granted that we should remember to be grateful for. And when we do... It really helps. It helps our mental health. I'm a car to break down. <laughs> you have a, yes, exactly. You have a car that can break down. Exactly. Oh, I love that. So you took your experiences of using that method for yourself, for your own healing to help you through that stressful traumatic time and you put it into a book. Yeah. The, and these are both, they're both available on Amazon Kindle and I have pretty print versions if you want to write in the book. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew that you'd written some books. Honestly, I didn't, I didn't know exactly what they were or what they were about. I just knew that they were like mindset, gratitude, you know, the new thing that Gail's into, which is, I mean, that's, it's not new. It's just, you're bringing it to the forefront and you're really like showcasing that. And I think it's awesome. It's hard on social media to keep up with what everybody's it totally is it totally is but what i have gathered is that this this is really like a mission for you not necessarily new it sounds like you've used most of these techniques on yourself for a long long time um but that you are really putting it out there for other people and to help other people so kudos to you and i think what a wonderful time to bring both these out because people need them more than ever we're getting ready to say goodbye so before we do that you know i know that you have tons of advice to give i mean you've written two books that are all about helping people so but if someone came to you right now and and it says just in life they're feeling stuck lost spinning their wheels from everything you've experienced in your life, everything you overcome, and you've succeeded through it, what would you say? If you're feeling stuck right now, you know, again, back to that, saying, okay, even though I'm stuck, what what could I do today to make a, pot, a change in a positive direction? What could I do? Just one small thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and because those small things always lead to bigger things. It's like when you clean out a drawer, in your bathroom next thing you know you've decluttered the whole room and that's true (laughs) so you know it's just one small thing that you could do it might be you know could you call a friend it might be could you go for a walk or or read a book about some something new Mm -hmm. you know jumping in on your advice here sorry but just going back to your book and to what you said before like just maybe start going down that gratitude list Yeah. yeah gratitude is I'm not sure what the exact scale or chart is, but there's some chart out there that says like the vibration of different, you know, feelings and gratitude Mm -hmm. is one of the highest vibrational feelings that we can be at. And, and one thing that I've really, I've read different places and I experience it myself is that you can't be in a state of gratitude and in another state of like lack or fear or anxiety at the same time. You can't be in both. Yeah. So any, you know, thinking of a few things that you're grateful for, even if they're really small things. And that's one thing I talk about in my book is some days, I mean, the things I could come up with to be grateful for were not much. (laughs) 
<laughs> yep, yep. I've had those days. They were the same as the day before and the day before that, but I still did them. <laughs> You're like, my family, a roof over my head. But you can, right? Sometimes you can only come up with, up with the really, I guess, more generic things. We are grateful for those, but it is sometimes harder to do- to yeah. dive in and to really, you know, remember yeah. those little things. And, and that's when the book is we, you know, we can get into a rut with being grateful for the same things over and over. So I thought it was kind of fun to stretch, help people stretch with the different prompts. What a great idea. So what's, what's next for you in the next year or so? Well, I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I have a goal of writing 12 books in 2021. 12 books? <laughs> okay, maybe that's that feeling of stress on your chest. Like nobody's making me do it. Yeah. So, so that is one thing is for me, growing my Elevate program mm-hmm. is, is one of my priorities. Um, working a bit less. Mm-hmm. I've got this master plan. <laughs> if I can put the books, my books out there and hopefully some people that read them will head over to my website, they'll resonate with me Mm -hmm. um, and and join my program, which is very low cost. And I just kind of want to simplify things. So So what are some of the books that are coming? What are some of the topics? um, I have one coming out on facing your fears. Ooh, okay. So that you can, you know, get over them and do the things that you want to do. I have another journal for entrepreneurs, which is based on the coming up with 10 ideas every day. Oh, okay. There's a hundred different prompts to help you come up with 10 ideas. Nice. What a brilliant idea. Okay. What else? And I've got um, declutter your beliefs and get some new ones. That's Uh the working title. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Like it. And those are the three that are almost in the works. Those Uh are kind of. And I'm not sure which one I'm going to do next. And are you using some of your knowledge of feng shui to kind of infuse into all these books? I have a feng shui part of the Elevate program. So there's decluttering and feng shui courses are a part of that overall program. Okay. And yes, the decluttering books are on my list. I'm I'm thinking about doing a series. Yes, you should. In a day, declutter your bathroom in a day. Mm -hmm. I think that would be fun to do. And you know, when I, when I write books, I don't think they have to be war and peace. <laughs> Simplify. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, 100 pages, that's good. So easy to read, quick. Read, but hopefully some really good, you know, implementable takeaways and things that people can, can use. Awesome. All kinds of exciting things. Well, I will continue to follow you, Gail, and I'm excited to see what else you bring forth into the world. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Our stories may be different, but we all have one thing in common. We're all trying to figure out how to navigate life on this planet, and none of us have it completely figured out. No matter what you're going through in your life, just know that you are never really alone. Come back every Wednesday for more inspiration and connection, and follow me on Instagram at thedragonflymama.com so we can stay in touch between episodes. Take care. (laughs) 